0: Is that the wonderful, magnificent, one and only Mr. Robert Smith? And the.
1: No. That would be the cure. I was about to sing a bit from the national anthem, but now you threw me all off.
0: <laughs> See, I was just in a boat You were thinking I was saying all these wonderful things about you, then I mentioned somebody else.
1: I know. But you did like Robert Smith, don't you? You were you're, you're a cure fan. Probably still are.
0: I am a. Big, your fan and still am, and there's still a, an incredibly good live act to go and see.
1: I did not know that. Well, Scotty, you're very renowned chipper.
0: for their very, very uh, long shows. They very rarely have a guest act, and they just normally come on and they plough through like a two and a half, three hour set and make everybody happy. Wow! Every time, every time we sing, John, we lose listeners and we have very few to spare
1: so we should get right into it you sound so chipper so i i have a feeling that you're ready to say that you've already shipped uh, suddenly <laughs> <stony> silence <laughs> fuck <Okay. laughs>
0: oh my word i think that's the funniest thing you've said in 10 years <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well tell us tell us tales of woe then so we can start off and set it up for for my tales of happy if I double shipped.
0: Uh th- th- there's not woe going on. I'm it's been a um Well no, actually true Is it's it's been a strange week since last spoken. It's it's I am finding uh the difference between uh doing client work and my own work. Are they coming to get you? Yes. Yes they are. <laughs> See, Sam would have had you on silence so no one has an idea that I was just talking about sirens in the background. And now he'll have to go off and find a fake siren effect in order to replicate what he'd already cut out in <laughs> the audio. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, because, you know, what I'm doing, I'm, I'm very, very um, careful when I'm doing clockwork work to only charge the time I'm actually doing client work so yeah you know, how what do I mean by that so just because I'm sat at my desk for eight hours a day it doesn't mean my client's going to get billed for eight hours a day because there's times when I'm going to be reading my own email or I'm going to be checking Twitter or whatever else so even though I might sit at my desk for eight ten hours you know, I might only end up billing the client for like six hours or whatever it might be Um, but that sort of attitude always keeps me quite focused to try and get back to client work as fast as I can uh, and to make sure, not not because you know I desperately want to bill every hour, but obviously if you're earning a living, you don't want to be wasting hours. Whereas working on my own stuff, that pressure is not there, and I and I can find I can be distracted quite a lot easier because what I'm delaying is my shipping date. You know, but it feels like I'm delaying it by twenty minutes or whatever else. So, yeah, staying. Um, although I'm o- overall. Now now the dog's coming to get me. Um, Although I'm overall staying uh, (laughs) pretty on focus. Did
1: you 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 just throw like a vase at your dog to tell him to shut up?
0: (laughs) That is is my medal collection on the back of my door. Oh, right. Um, When I close the door, it rattled because I have so many of them. Um, But uh, we're really should be giving up today with dogs and sirens or whatever or shouldn't we so basically no. yeah i i'm finding myself easier distracted and then harder to get back which um is obviously not the most productive thing and it's uh and i'm sure it's something over time i'll get used to uh but yes so there we are so my complaint of the week is i i can be easily distracted which is not what i want to be i'm not looking to be i just seem to be and um so any tips for uh in from indies who are not basically being paid by the hour or or whatever, then yeah, I would I would appreciate them. See, if a client gets you to work on their client site, then once they make me sit on a, a chair and a desk in their office, you get billed no matter what I'm doing because I'm there for whatever. But when you're working from home, one of the things you have to offer the client when remote is a guarantee that you know you're not screwing them over by being remote because there are still a bunch of clients that are very nervous about paying people who they can't see. Um, so I have to be, I'm very meticulous in, uh, in, uh, making sure that uh, people really only are build when I'm really doing their work.
1: Do you have a camera with some type of, you know, machine vision on it where it can determine whether you are scratching your ass or writing
0: bugs? Uh, well, I, I'm scratching my ass and writing bugs are fairly similar, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you've seen my code recently. <laughs> now. um, yeah, it's, uh, I think I, it, it's one of these things where it's about, uh, creating yourself a new routine isn't it and i've been doing client work for so long um yeah this and for some reason it's just a different psychological thing in my head that's all it is is because physically there is no difference i'm writing code i'm working on an app um i'm solving problems uh but just psychologically something is a little different that um you know needs to i need to get over but the trouble is i'm only doing this for like a month five weeks or so and so i'll probably just about find it when i go back to client work and it all goes back to you know Back, you know, back differently again but anyway john that's that's enough about my my inadequacies as a is a indie software developer and my inability to focus on my own products um you, you t- tell us something about how you have been having you know sharp focus this week and doing good for the world well you know uh,
1: i was not at work on monday i mean not at work on netflix stuff but uh, it was our the day after our nation's holiday so uh, th- Today, we, I mean, this week, we started Tuesday with the Monday look where everybody was kind of glazed over because a lot of people took a long weekend. So um, I want to talk about this little side project I've been working on, if I may. John, may I, let,
0: let, me check, let me check our legal agreements to make sure you have permit. Yes, you can. Okay. so, so no, Nothing
1: excluding you. So I, I mentioned before that, that uh, is kind of a favor to somebody who'd helped me so much a long, long time ago when I was working on Memory Miner. Uh, I've been working on this app, which basically takes a you know implements a a stack of of, of cards, a deck of cards. The cards all have interesting, very thought provoking questions on them, and it's 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 you know the the title of the cards is I I think therefore I question or I question something like that. <laughs> I just know this thing, but it's it's really good. So and and it's it's originally designed you know with the idea of being in person in a dinner party, where you know there's one deck of cards and you somebody. You know, selects the the card, and 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 somebody has to answer it. So, how would you turn that into an app? And it's like, well, you know, the, the reason why I agreed to help is because I, I dearly, dearly care for this person. Um, and I thought it would be an interesting challenge. And I'd seen a couple of examples about how to, to use Swift UI to, to implement a deck of cards. So I figured, you know, how hard could it be? Because it was just the the 2D design that a lot of the work was in the example. There was plenty of adaptation that had to get made, but it, it hit all the different things. It uses Combine, it uses Codable, it uses, you know, Swift UI. And so I got it working pretty quickly and it seemed lots of fun but then the problem is is like well what do you do with it and so you know what good is having a, a deck of cards that's supposed to be used in a group settings if you're the only one looking at it so then I thought okay well you could you could turn it into a type of iMessage hosted game where you could pick a card and send a request to somebody else and they would send the answer and that's an interesting mechanic and, and I started work on that but then all the come all of a sudden came group activities and share play and I thought oh my gosh that really would be perfect and I'm Pretty sure I talked about that. Well, I finally got around to implementing and playing, and it it worked pretty damn well. It was kind of interesting um, because I, you know, the first part of share play that 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 I looked at was the the synchronized video playback, and I guess that's for obvious reasons. And um, in that, you know, it it's all taken care of essentially. You know, there's two parts to it. One is is getting people to join, um, and then once you join, is is essentially keeping things synchronized now if you're doing playback all that really happens is that you you implement you know play and 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 stop essentially um, and they take care of everything else. So you have to settle on the on the URL that of the playback that's being done, and everything is taken care of for you. Well, there's another aspect of the API, which is basically the group messages, and that's I would have to imagine is, is the lower level stuff with which they implement the video playback. Because I would imagine that you begin playback of a URL, and then what you're doing is you're sending a bunch of real time messages which have stamps, date stamps, time stamps. Um, to be able to say, this is where I am. Are you there in the same place? You can have a shared clock, essentially. And then you can also have shared commands so that if you say, hey, I'm going to stop, everybody can stop. And if somebody wants to start play again, you can do that as well. So um, I, of course, just look through the (laughs) – I'm sure that you will appreciate this and other listeners will do. It's like I find that if – and I have these very small, short periods of time to be able to try something – I am all about the cheat. Like, give me some sample code. I, I want to understand how it works. I, I will copy it, but then I, mostly I, just, I will rewrite it. It's a stupid trick I have. But I honestly think that if I type it out myself and I go through the process of letting the compiler correct me, then I have some muscle memory of using the APIs. If you really just blindly copy and paste, then... And I think that you're you're losing a little bit, and many times the examples are, are not quite close enough. So that's my little you know semi homemade homemade code thing. But in this particular case, the the sample code from Apple's thing is not available. You know, at first the the video makes reference to this Draw Together app where you just are you know passing an array of strokes. So you build a a, a drawing program. And it just has an array of strokes. Uh, which are used to make you know points in, in a Bezier curve, and that that's pretty easy. So um, the example was really compelling. You could sit there, and you know the first example is playing tic tac toe with yourself. The other one is playing tic, you know, doing a drawing. Um, and so this, I'll, I'll put the 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 thing in the in the show notes. It's really kind of interesting. So I figured, okay, well that's great because that's all I need is to be able to have a message, and you realize that it's. It is rather simple. It's very well thought out that all you do is you basically make something that can be codable, so something can be easily serialized, uh, sent over the wire. And I bet part of the reason why is that it's being turned into Objective-C you know, friendly data structures, my guess, because I'm sure I'm willing to bet that some of the low, lower level network stuff probably is still in, in C or Objective-C or whatnot. But anyway, so you can define whatever you want, so long as the payload's not too big. And so, in this particular case, what's the payload? It's the UUID of the card that's that's in question, or it could even be the text of the card. Um, and it's just basically, you know, I got the, the first part of it working pretty well. And that if you have a, a, a deck of cards, so you have an array of items and there's a unique identifier for each one. And then if somebody picks one, then you can send a message, broadcast a message to all of the people that are receiving it saying, here's the ID of the the, the card. Now you switch to it. And so that works. But on the, I think the refinement I want to make and see where I go with it. Is to be able to do it so that as a user is dragging around on one side, um, that that same drag motion could be implemented on the other, um, and it seems like it should be possible to do because you could you you know the frequency with which you send messages I think is is the key, and I think that that's and that's what they 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 hint at you know because they're basically saying you send this message and you don't have to worry about it it's all async it's all done with a wait so it's all the very very latest Swift stuff um but you have to account for the fact that for instance messages may not you know any message you send in a real-time thing it may not get there and you may not want to retransmit or you may just need to kind of catch up so you think with a video stream for instance if you know since everybody's streaming on their own device there's all the vagaries of the network between them on at at any one time so if they have to buffer or, or or whatever there you have a problem. But if you get a kind of catch-up timestamp from somebody else, you can say, Okay, great, well this is where you know the leader is. Should I advance to that or or whatever? And you have those options. And so in the same thing if you're imagining drawing strokes or, or tracking the movement of, of a user that's using a gesture recognizer, you can send these little points and saying, Well, this is where I am now, and then the next message will say, and this is where I am now. And if there was a failure in arriving at one of them, they can drop them down and they, that you can you can use timestamps to your advantage in that particular case to say, Hey, it's too late. The train's already left. I'll just catch up. So it's, it's all, it's all kind of interesting. Um, So it, 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 and it, it works, you know, it's, it's kind of fun and, but it, it is like everything else. You can get something up and running pretty quickly. um, But then there comes the polish. And that's the nice thing about the, the, you know, the video that they, they have It's like, okay, well you get this up and running, but have you thought about these things? Like, what happens if somebody joins late and then you need to catch them up? And for, And their example, I think, is really good because it shows a drawing program where if you can't see everybody's stroke... And you join in, you don't know what somebody else has drawn, then you draw over unknowingly draw over something somebody else did, so you know if somebody joins late into the into the session you have to have a quick way of catching them up so rather than you know playing back every single stroke so you just get them all at one time establish the baseline of where they begin and then allow everybody to go on their merry way so it, it's it it's going to be very interesting seeing all the different ways this stuff gets used but as a as a foundation technology it's it's Pretty damn amazing. There, I'm going to shut up for a bit.
0: See that? That's. I mean, this is. You know let's face it. Some years, Apple introduced technologies that you know. You think, well, that's nice, but I'm really not sure of the value of that for many applications. Um, you know, for for me, one of those technologies has been AR. You know, it, it, I'm not saying there aren't applications written or people, but it's not. It hasn't struck me as being something that is, uh, basically if. You know, gonna be seen in thousands of different apps all over the place doing things but the last couple of years, with the introduction of um you know widgets and and now this sharing stuff you know these are these are technologies that you know could fundamentally change the way our apps work now I know the sharing stuff is not going to be for all apps because it doesn't necessarily make sense. And you know, I, I doubt many will will have a you know let's do our budget together uh, <laughs> across TV <laughs> type of feature. Um, although, in fairness, if you're trying to work out a budget, and you know that might be an option. But anyway, no, you know, no, no, no product announcements going on here. Um, so yeah, it's uh, So I think you know the last couple of years with widgets and, and this stuff, uh, we, we're going to see some radically different. Uh, applications and the way things work that are mo- that are very mainstream, which is um, you know quite exciting, and it's good to hear that it works, yeah. or at least it works in these cases. And it'll be interesting to see. Um, it's a little like when iCloud for us became available, isn't it? And there was you know you can have iCloud syncing, and everyone was yes, and then by the end of the paper was <laughs> yeah, we like, cannot, no. we we <laughs> can we cannot go for this stuff, and it sort of like it just became accepted that for a long time that just don't use iCloud syncing and iCloud Core Data because they are terrible. Um, You know, people didn't, but eventually across the years, iCloud in the background did get better and better, and now using, like, CloudKit, CloudKit is actually pretty good. Um, You know, still the caveats aside that it's a black box, and when it does go wrong, you are absolutely buggered. But, um, yeah, so uh, I'm hoping that these these technologies are going to be, well, we've, we've seen widgets know, yeah, that works. Um, over the last twelve months, very successfully, but this sharing technology, I'm I'm just hoping it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, all bells and whistles. But it has to be good enough that people don't abandon this very quickly, um, and it doesn't become a, a genre of apps that we do. So as long as it's just about good enough. Uh, for release one, that will be very exciting.
1: Yeah, can I tell you the 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 downside or the the challenge? Because I've hit the the high, you know, major chord. Now I have to give you the E minor that says, "Uh oh, there's a problem. There's tension."
0: Yeah, because this would not be a, a good show if we stayed happy. Yes,
1: that's true. Uh, um, so you wanted to you you know if, if it, this really is a file new project thing, um, but then I thought, okay, well, when's iOS 15 shipping, and it's kind of not clear. Um, but it seems kind of probably not until the fall, and so that leads to a question: Is like, okay, does that mean we don't release the app? And, and and this is a side project, so you know, you know how it is. Like, you get something, and then you show it to someone. It's like, okay, my God, get this on the app store. It's like, nah, not 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 that fast, but. You know, if it's an iOS 15 only app, not a problem. If you want to ship it for prior to that, which it it could be, if you remove the coordinated thing and just turn it into a kind of a turn based game, um, both are valid. Both are interesting. Um, so I I kind of want to 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 try and make it so that the share play features really are only available when they're done. It's like okay, well, how hard could that be? That's what you know available is. And it's not quite as simple as it seems, or, or maybe I'm just stupid. But I, I think it's actually a case of it not being as simple as it thing as it needs, because of course Apple wants to show their examples of all using Swift UI. So there are lots of new Swift UI handlers, like you know dot dot task that you can have your view, and then you have like these things on on load or whatever. But you can do this thing like you know when it receives a task, and that's that's iOS 15 new stuff. Um, that's an asynchronous background task. And so like it, it, like one of which sayings like you got a request to, to, to do share play. That's where you hook in and that's where you can, you know, so you want to be able to have this thing where there's maybe a button that says, would you like to join the party, but you don't want to show up if it's iOS, you know, 14 only. And maybe you don't even want to show it at all unless there's something to join because it would look weird. Um, and then, excuse me, since there's, you know, this, it's not only this new API, but you also have to link to the frameworks that use it. And there's new features of of the Swift language for it, which has to be available. And I think that that is a little bit tricky because depending on where you build that dependency, you may not be able to, to do it. So in fact, at first I built everything into the, the data model that, that sends and, you know, parses the, the, the streams of data to build the cards. And I figured, okay, that's a good, you know, non-UI place to do it. And it's a class because you can't attach the stuff to structs. You have to have a class, which is the other clue that this has some Objective C dependency on it. So, you know. Um anyway, that's too deep in the in the in the in the in the weeds. But I think that I have not been able to figure it out. Like I got something where I got rid of all the compiler errors um and could compile it on iOS on Xcode uh uh 13 and I could deploy it onto an iOS 14 you know device, but then you run it, it starts up, and then boom, just falls over and dies. It's terrible. And I couldn't figure out where. And as far as I could tell, somewhere along the line, I have to more quickly, you know, more uh, uh, deeply isolate the, the, the class so that basically you implement a delegate, and so you have your own messages. You don't make any references to the, the, the SharePlay APIs. You just basically, you know say, you know, would you like to update this thing with a UID or whatever, but don't make any reference to it. And so you can have all your dependencies in a single class, and presumably that class, if you make it if available, the compiler won't even try to compile it. But it's not clear to me if, if, if that would still do the thing because it seems like on a project base or a target base, if you're either you're using Swift, you know, these new Swift language stuff or not. So it's, it's not at all clear to me whether you can make a, an app that uses this stuff it has to be but i haven't figured it out yet and and this is an example case of you you've got a couple hours you want to just have lots of fun you want to learn the stuff but you don't want to you know have the the learning the 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 deep details and the weeds harsher fun of, of doing it because then you'll just stop but then you've had your fun and you think okay great how do i deploy this shit oh fuck i can't and then then you just kind of you lose interest and I'm not saying I'm losing interest, but I'm saying this is the, the mental state you go back and forth in when you're you're trying this bleeding edge stuff.
0: Yeah, and that whole thing you said about sample code, I think, you know, that is one of the problems, isn't it? I think, you know, these, these sample apps that do all these things, and I know sometimes you need a certain amount of infrastructure around it, are very nice. But actually, sometimes the one little thing you want gets lost. Yeah. Because it's doing so many other things, or oh how does this work in how does it work so I can add this to my current app? Oh, I don't know because this now is a swift UI one, and I have no idea, yeah. so yeah I mean yeah. everyone producing producing good sample code that shows exactly what you need while having enough of a working app that you can run it is quite difficult. Um, yeah,
1: and in this yeah. particular case, th- there is no. Sam- I mean, they, I, I literally were like pausing the video, and this in this in this particular case, I couldn't even really copy paste. I was like saying maybe I could OCR the screen, save myself the keystrokes. <laughs> but they kind of they show what it's there, but I, I don't know why they haven't released the sample app. I, and I guess maybe there's some reasons why about it, it being a little bit bleeding edge. Anyway,
0: well there we are. All right, Scotty, what can one say? Should we go to another segment? Do you have more that you want to tell us? Well, John, um, do you realize that this, uh, I believe, is um, show number 300? I did
1: realize that because I've learned how to count, sadly. Well, eventually you'd learn how to count,
0: yes. <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> I'm always off by one. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you were definitely, definitely. You were working in Visual Basic or something because you know we, we would we would upload our uh, recordings each week and uh, put the show number on them, and we were always put a slightly different number on, <laughs> and, <laughs> not, and, and just hope that Sam was cleverer than both of us would realise that you know that you were putting two nine eight and I was putting two nine seven or whatever it might be. Uh, now. No. So, so, so there we are so we recorded now we obviously did the mac developer network show before this one so we've been we've been doing it longer than this um and it, it, again if it's not but the first the first episode of this show as we have spoken about before came out on the 27th of october 2010 so it's taken us uh <laughs> oh, coming up Jesus. for almost 11 years to get through 300 shows now in 11 years if we've been true to our weekly sh- shows we should have been in like the you know the five seventy mark. Should we something like that somewhere around there? <laughs> um, so we're 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 operating at about a sixty percent, you know, high fifty percent uh, uh, level of, of of delivery. Which actually, I think, for software developers, um, delivering fifty uh, percent of the stuff on time is is probably pretty good. So we should be quite pleased with ourselves. <laughs>
1: I think so. A, a pat on the back. And and I think also that allows us to interpolate our audience. So, if, you know, if we'd been 100% of the time, uh, you know, then we would have had, you know, thousands and thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of listeners, but instead we just have hundreds of thousands divided by, by 100, by, by what? By
0: 99,000. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we have to divide by zero errors most of the time and we just crash. But, uh... <laughs> So there we are. So for um, those of you who've uh, been around for all 300 of these shows and maybe even the shows before, um, I'd like to say it's been an absolute pleasure uh, producing these shows for you, but I would be lying. So we've had a a mediocre time in doing it. So thank you. That's
1: (laughs) not true, Scott. I love talking to our factional
0: listener. Oh, I I love talking to the listeners. It's just you I have a problem with. Oh. (laughs) God, God, so maybe mean. for the three hundredth show, I should have been nicer, John. Yeah. I, I look forward to this part of my week with great anticipation. It's uh, <laughs> I always yeah. I always wonder how wonderful it will be. So it's uh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> they're <there>. always disappointed, <laughs> <laughs> and like many other things in my life, it always fails to live up to my expectations. Yes, but there we mm. are, there we are. So um, yeah, we've. Uh, I just noticed some of the terms around there. So in in show number three, um, which was in November 2010, you've been Sherlocked again. Uh, So, um, yeah, we've been talking about Sherlocking for a long time now. Let me just randomly pick pages from the website. Um, uh, Fancy a cappuccino. Remember that when we were both into the uh, cappuccino language? Yes. Do you remember cappuccino? I'm assuming it doesn't exist anymore.
1: No. I mean, it does exist. It got open source, but and then there are a couple of people that that use it. But, yes, it still does exist.
0: And, that's the, and
1: yeah. it's funny that you mention this because our good friend of the show, um, Dan Wood, Mr. Mr. Sherlock, has just released a new app, and I will definitely put it in the show notes and definitely talk about it a little bit. It's called Remotion Co., and it's a virtual office, and it's 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 really interesting. It's like it's one of those nice things. Like everybody's used to doing remote work tools using web apps, and they certainly gotten a whole lot better. But it still doesn't beat a a native app. And Dan Wood and company have made a native ass, really beautiful uh, Mac app that helps with this kind of stuff. And I, you know, God bless him. And it's also interesting, you know, given the the. The whole question that's going around in the valley, especially at companies like Apple, is like, well, how how much hybrid workforce do we want to support? So, to whatever degree that that Apple and other l- large companies support it, this is probably the tool that you want. And I would love nothing more than to see Dan Wood and and anybody who's worked with him kind of you know uh, receive the karmic payback they're due for for you know shipping software that not once but twice <laughs> essentially got run over by Apple. Sorry for that detour, but I had to get that in there.
0: No, that's good. Episode 53 in uh, May 2012, we spoke about Ruby Motion. Remember Ruby Motion? Mm Mm-hmm. There we are. Wow. Uh, And and then, yeah, that's around there. Uh, Episode 59, we spoke about MonoTouch. Now, that's still going, isn't it? Because that's the Microsoft um, uh, wrap around it. Uh, Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah. Um, Oh, apparently, John, in... um, june 2012 the 19th we had an episode called welcome back john
1: well where was i cast off is that it was is, is, that, um, no, is that
0: it says scotty welcomes back john after his three-week absence and they discuss his time at wwdc you obviously had a really good time at wwdc and it went on for three weeks for you that it year. took
1: weeks for me to recover from the joy <laughs> i guess yeah interesting
0: well, it was interesting that we were all off WWDC the last two years because of a, a pandemic, whereas everyone used to be off after WWDC because of the bug they caught there. So um, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was there. I'm just going through a couple a couple more couple more episodes here just to see what we've been talking about over the last uh, 11 years and 300 uh, episodes. Um, we have, we were one of these... Um, uh, uh, apps, uh, perhaps one of these podcasts that has lovely titles would give absolutely no clue to what it was about. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's really, really, really hard. Oh, Objective-C in the cloud. Remember the, the Objective-C could run in the back end in the cloud? We spoke with uh, Holy the molly. guys who were producing that. Yeah, oh, gosh. That was, uh... Now
1: it's like, and there you have Swift in the cloud. Eventually you'll have, you know, Ruby on the desktop. <laughs> oh, I, I do like the fact that... In, <laughs> JavaScript on your watch.
0: Uh, I do like the fact that in... um uh. February 2013, we had a, a podcast episode called "Stop Listening." <laughs> so, <laughs> now we're like, we were, we were kidding. <laughs> Please start. <laughs> we were obviously. I'm trying to find where we uh, where we had our uh, bit bit of a hiatus because that went on for a little little while, didn't it? So, um,
1: it turned into a uh, high niners.
0: A high niners, yes. Yeah. So, uh, bear with me, John. Find something interesting to say. while I just keep going through these.
1: Well, okay. I'm going to plant a seed in your head now. I know that at at the you know. Uh, your company that has become this behemoth and has an attractive intern program from which university university graduates across the world vie for the opportunity to 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 intern for a summer and and receive the <laughs> receive the welcome in the closet where you housed me while I was doing the cappuccino video um which we have to unearth by the way but anyway uh, i think that that you should have an intern build a random you know, a random episode picker, um, because we have so many damn, uh, episodes and, and I think that we should basically invite people who opted out smartly or otherwise from, from being fractional listeners over the years to be able to, to kind of come back and go back in time and, and catch up. So can you organize that amongst your interns? (laughs)
0: Sorry. I will I will get I will get one of my many interns to sort something out. We obviously had a good good time in um, February 2014 cuz we had an episode called 5 minutes of joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god. Our, so is the our, is the actual you know or do, do the actual audio files for these podcasts really exist? Did they survive Yeah, yes. Yeah, so if you the, the... go to,
0: if you go to ideveloper.co, you can listen to all uh 300 episodes.
1: That is astounding. Oh my god. We haven't been killed yet. Not many podcasters make it through this thing. I mean, a lot of people just do it and they lose interest. Podcasts have been back and hot again for the last, I don't know, whatever, half year, year or something ever since Spotify started doing
0: it. So I think we were peaking around um, April 2014 where we had an episode called Sorting Socks. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. We must have been talking about algorithms for for, for sort of sorting so, yes, yeah. mm. uh, yeah. so, oh and um episode one two one in uh the July two thousand and fourteen sucking up uh, Oh, Jesus probably probably be, best avoided if i would i would i would say that's much worse um,
1: than the liquor hoctor thing, and now hoctor you know is is you know a power broker at Apple, so we have to all those years when we were mean to him we we're regretting it.
0: Yes, and he can make us uh, now pay pay for pay for that by uh, introducing bugs into our favorite apps anytime it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's what's going on here. Uh, yes, so um, okay, I should read. I should listen to episode one forty because it, it that was called If you ain't got nothing nice to say, then say nothing.
1: So then that was probably just thirty minutes of blissful silence.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> you were you on that episode on your own? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can see the the rot began in a september uh 2016 when we had a, a nine week gap between episode 152 and 153 um so uh I, th- I think i'm getting close to where we 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 took the gap here so uh yeah the the episodes definitely started becoming a a, a little a little more um uh, random shall we say for a for a, for a little while uh, John, which of which episode 160 was called john's random thing wow this is Am I boring fun. you too much yet? No, 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 no. This is actually kind of fun. I think it may
1: possibly be... I think the dirty little secret is eventually going to come out that we just do this for our own amusement.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I can't think of any other reason to do it, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> fun with waffles. There we are. Uh, fun with waffles, episode 156 in 2017. Uh, My dad's animations don't suck. You uh, know, also was in, in that time. It's... Uh, yes, yeah, we were... um. There. Oh, I so do remember to, that. Uh, you do?
1: Yeah, I think that that comes down to, I do remember that. Uh, that's when I was, you know, in the labs and I was pulling out all the stops and I had like, the, the, the foul child was very young and I had pictures of him with, you know, that phrase, my dad's animations don't suck, you know, and that was the thank you to the engineer that helped me um, whereas before I was like going, you know, had some sign that he had under under him saying it's like, kids are making fun of me on the playground because my dad's animations suck. And it had to do with, with, uh, actually AV composition, you know, outputting an animation to video all those years ago it was fun.
0: Well, there we are. I do remember us talking about now episode one, seven, six, easily pleased moron. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of us was that talking about? I don't know. So, uh, it,
1: could, it could have been Georg. Oh, no, uh, no. <laughs> I <don't know>
0: now. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, I did. Georg, I said nothing. If the Jemba no, doesn't no. get some some nasty tweets from that, then. Uh, no,
1: no, uh, no, 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 no. Scotty, that is a terrible thing to say about your arch nemesis.
0: OK, so maybe we should throw this one there. Episode 189. You're important, just not to me. <laughs> <laughs> So there we there we are there we have it. So it's uh, I can't. We we obviously took a very uh, yeah. Oh episode two hundred. Yeah, we we actually recognised it in episode 200. We we called it boring listeners for over ten years now. So oh wow. <laughs> there we are. Uh, so there we are. Uh, unbearably longer, John. That's um, a retrospective with sheep, John. We have been ploughing out high quality stuff for a I'm long cranking time it yeah. yeah yeah i am i am uh, the dog does a better job than we do episode 215 <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> so there <laughs> we are um i'm just gonna randomly a book, just a couple more because i'm quite enjoying this um, oh, good. scanning your way over the handlebars
1: i do remember that i think
0: yeah, yes yeah, so. It,
1: but uh, that was a, I was talking about a bike accident and and uh, and, and the remote scanning device that with the remote X ray that came in. Stop so yanking, you were talking about you were talking about something else. It was like I, I flew over my handlebars and you were talking about some scanning software. I think a document scanner. Maybe I was wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah it was, that's right. I think yeah. I just bought a scanner, hadn't I? Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So because we talk about all those exciting things uh, on this mm-hmm. show, Jenkins Zero to Jenkins Hero. <laughs> I closed down my Jenkin I closed down my Jenkins server last week, so it's Jenkins zero to Jenkins back to Hero, zero back again. to Jenkins zero we should do a uh, another um episode on that so apple silicon seventy five percent more amazinger, so we're back up into here now, so John, it's been three hundred episodes so maybe maybe um we we should ask someone to go through all three hundred and write a review for each one. Because you have nothing else to do with your life.
1: No, I think that it would basically you know, randomly pick from zero to one stars. <laughs> That'd four, be
0: an easy four, thing yeah, to just, do. Maybe someone should write a Swift UI app to rate us uh Yeah, never mind. Anyway, John, it's uh, I have to say that episode three hundred has been just as prodigal as the other two hundred and ninety nine. Um,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to leave it to my imagination that you're being sincere because I do sincerely enjoy talking with, I do sincerely enjoy talking to our fractional listeners to the extent that it it does help or provide some time in all seriousness. I think we, we, we must help some people who have thought about it or, you know, on occasion when we're talking about technology that people are using actively, I think it it is helpful to people. Um, so I still love doing it. I'm happily, uh, happily on board for at least another couple of hundred.
0: Yeah, we sh- we should aim to bore people for at least. I mean, a couple more. Based on eleven years to get to three hundred, so we're talking to five hundred. Yeah, we could still be alive. Yeah, I think <laughs> we some might still be around. Chance. Yeah, episode five hundred could be my retirement show. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> not not <laughs> retirement from the show because once once I retire, I will need the show even more because I'll have even less to do with myself. And there mm-hmm. we are. Well, if you have been listening, uh, even just for one episode. We value you just as much as those who have been around for 300. Um, And uh, so thank you very much for listening. And if if this little nostalgic look back at uh, some show titles and and the meaninglessness we have been delivering to you for for 300 episodes has put you off in your very first show, then uh, everything will be just as bad next week. So please come back. So thanks for listening. Oh, John, we haven't told people where to get hold of us. I know. So Scott, have a go. I know.
1: And Well, so, Scotty, if people want to thank you for for having spared them, you know, any morbid curiosity they might have had to go back and look through the show titles and, and, and
0: imagine what it is we were on about, where might they do that? If they want to uh, tell me how amazing I have been at rereading the show titles from our website, uh, then they can do that on Twitter where I am MacDevNet. And if uh, John, people want to congratulate you for putting up with my insults and my and my wit and repartee about you for uh, for eleven years now, where should they do that?
1: Well, they can they can do that in the place where I find refuge from insults,
0: <laughs> and that's Twitter. Yeah, the, that's find, because they all come to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yes, where I deflect insults to you via org. and uh, you can find me on Twitter as Jembe. That's D J E M B E, like the West African drum.
0: Well, now we'll go to the bit I was going to before. Thank you very much uh, for for tuning in this week, and hopefully, hopefully, we've uh, been able to create a little bit of nostalgia, and um, and you can feel better that you you know that despite doing this for eleven years, we've got no better at it, and therefore mm. we will be consistent for another eleven years. So you, we will never we will never <laughs> surprise you with quality or, or or amazingness. We will just continue to to deliver you the same bland, annoying content for many, many years to come. Which actually, I guess, this makes makes us ISO 9000 compliant, John. Are we the first <laughs> ISO 9000 compliant <laughs> podcast? Because we deliver consistency because that's what it's about. It's not about quality. It's about consistency. We produce crap, but we can produce guaranteed <laughs> crap. So thanks for listening. And until next time.
1: You take care.
0: He'll have to edit the pause. That was far too long. <laughs> Eleven years, you still fall spots.